Good morning and welcome to Chamber Files, the podcast brought to you by the Downtown Chamber. That's Chamber Files, spelled with a PH, like uh, Pharrell Williams, photosynthesis, or the PH balance on my shampoo that gives me and Calvin these luscious locks. We are having good hair days today, aren't we, Calvin? Uh, well, at my age, having any hair left is still a good hair day for me. <laughs> Look, our guest today is I'm excited about. He gets an introduction because he needs no introduction. Uh, he's a man with a plan. He moves, he shakes, he goes up against cities with mountains and lakes. Uh, I think I might have caught me some Des Moines Whoa. because we have Mr. Catch Des Moines himself. Greg Edwards, how are you? Hey, good morning, Sid. Thanks for having me on. Man. Absolutely. Now, you know, I always think that your official title should be the Prime Minister of Des Moines. Oh, I like that. Right? I think that this city needs a Prime Minister. Think, it should be you. I think a lot of people might fight that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. Hey, I'm going to be your campaign manager. We're going to make this happen. Greg, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? You bet. Yeah, Catch Des Moines. We are your Convention and Visitors Bureau, representing really 15 municipalities around the Des Moines metro. Main focus is to increase visitors to our metro area. Visitors may be conventions, meetings, sporting events, leisure travelers, bus tours, on and on. Anybody that we can attract in here, primarily over a 50-mile radius, outside a 50-mile radius, we consider a visitor. Visitors come to town, they spend money, they stay in hotels, they eat in our restaurants, they go shopping, they go to our attractions. They support lots of jobs. So that's our main focus. All right. Now, Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, is what I, is a term I hear a lot. And you've just explained what a Convention and Visitors Bureau does. Why do we have a cooler name than everybody else in Catch Des Moines? What well, you know, just probably 15, 20 years ago, people figured out that Convention and Visitors Bureau sounded so bureaucratic. Mm-hmm. and You know, Bureau, are you like the FBI? Or no, no, no. We're fun. We sell fun. So a lot of the uh, CVBs across the country changed their names to Visit Raleigh or Discover Kalamazoo or Tourism Vancouver, all these flashy names. Right. So we did a big study, uh, and we used a local firm here called ZLR, and uh, we came up with Catch Des Moines about seven years ago. All right. We found out we, you know, our, our old website used to be C Des Moines, S-E-E-Des and, you know, the study came back and said, you don't want people to see Des Moines. You want people to catch Des Moines, actually yes. come here and catch the action, catch the excitement, catch all the fun things to do. I love it. You I love it. it. You know, I always wondered about that. Now that that makes complete sense. And also just that name fits your personality way more than convention and visitors. Oh, Bureau. Thank you so much. Now, um, I'm assuming you guys, uh, are, you know, you mentioned talking about bringing new things into Des Moines events, things of that nature. Uh, do you have any cool new campaigns you're working on? Something that uh, people need to know about? We do. You know, one of the one of the deficits about Des Moines is you go across the country and you survey people. Hey, what do you think of Des Moines, Iowa? And they're like, Well, I don't really think much of anything. Well, we got to change that image, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why we came out with Catch Des Moines. And now we just done uh, launched a new campaign called the S's are silent. <laughs> so it's not Des Moines. Right. You know, how many times have you flown in on, a, on an airline here in Des Moines and the flight attendant says, welcome to Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And as I get off, I like strangle her or him and say, hey, it's Des Moines. Oh, the yeah. S's are silent. So kind of the slogan is the S's are silent, but the city is buzzing. The S's are silent 
but our art is so bold. The S's are silent, the, the, but, but our sports fans are loud. You know, on I and like on and on. It. So we have all these different kind of sayings. Uh, we've got all these new videos on our website now. You can go to catchdemoyne.com backslash videos. We used a guy by the name of Scott Sipker, mm-hmm. uh, the Iowa nice guy, to do a lot of these. He's out at all our different attractions, catching hot dogs at Principal Park or whatever, you know. So, I like it. And kind of You clever. know, the funny yeah. thing about you mentioning videos is I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and he was like, well, they spend all this money on videos, and I never see any videos. And I'm like, because uh, you live within 50 miles of this city. <laughs> That's not, true. You're not their key demographic. That's so I'm true. assuming your videos are being broadcast on different platforms to get people to come to Des Moines. Yes. So they're being shown all over the country. I'm actually, assuming. when we launched it, we ran uh, actually heavy TV uh, commercials in both Minneapolis and Kansas City. Uh, we're doing podcasts all over. We're on Pandora and in, in the major markets. We really don't go outside uh, about a 300-mile radius around Des Moines. So Kansas City, Minneapolis, Omaha, the, the entire state. But, yeah, you, you're right. A lot of people live here locally. They don't see us. And, in fact, we talked about that a lot because, really, one of our best customers are you, the people that live here in Des Moines, because you're the ones that can say, hey, bring that next family reunion here. Bring my next church convention here, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, bring visitors to Des Moines. You help us. All right. So now is there any event too big or too small for you to handle? Never. You know, uh, what happened 40 years ago here in Des Moines? We had the Pope here, 350,000 people. So we can handle that. You think the Pope will come back now that you're in charge? Well, I'm trying. (laughs) I've got a direct line to him, but he won't pick up. (laughs) But, uh, now, you know, really the, the ideal big convention, people ask me that all the time. So you look at big things like the NCAA basketball tournament that we do. That brings in about 20,000 people. Some of those people obviously are staying with friends and family. Uh, We have 13,000 rooms in the Des Moines metro area. Um, But really, the ideal convention, we just hosted one here a couple weeks ago called the PEO International. Had 6,000 ladies in town. And that was ideal. It filled a lot of the hotel, most of the hotel rooms in the metro area utilize the Iowa Events Center. Um, they're all over the place. You know, I've talked to people um, where they saw uh, a lot of these ladies in Valley Junction and West Des Moines or the East Village or just kind of all over the place. So uh, that's that. really and an ideal, saw, ideal convention size. I saw an interesting statistic, and uh, it was backed up with good data. And for people who are listening, I, I read that for every dollar that you guys are funded, there's a return of investment of $19 for every dollar to the Des Moines Metro. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that actually, and that figure's gone up from, from last year's bookings. We Last year, we booked 317 new conventions and or events into the metro area. And I think our ROI now is for every dollar of tax money we receive, we return more like about $30. Wow. So All that's right. a pretty good investment. Absolutely. You bet. Anything on the horizon as far as, uh, you know, something you may be working on right now, which we can hope to get? Like, I mean, that NCAA tournament thing was huge. Is there something else like that coming up? Yeah, there are. Actually, we're in the process now of putting our bids together for the NCAA. They'll go in actually next year in 2020. Uh, But we're looking, obviously, we're going to rebid on men's basketball. Uh, We're talking a lot to Drake University, who partners so much with us on these things. Uh, about um, track and field, NCA track and field, 
regional and national championships. Um, there's all kinds of other events that we could go after. We're meeting with Simpson College to talk about some of the D3 NCAA sports to go after track and field. Um, you know, we could host uh, lacrosse and other kind of niche sports that are coming becoming very popular in the in the United States as well. Soccer is huge. So lots of lots of sports stuff going on. Um, we've got a lot of different conventions we're working on, one of which has resurfaced again. We've gone after it a couple times. It's the NAACP convention, which would be huge for Des Moines. Mm-hmm. It's about 5,000 people, so it's huge economically, but, but it's huge nationally too. And, you know, we're always talking about this community and being more diverse. And what a better way to do it than bring in the NAACP convention to show them hey, we are a diverse community. We want to be more of a diverse community. Absolutely. People have Before people move somewhere, what do they do? They go visit that place. So the more we can get people to visit here, then perhaps the more we get here to work and live and I enjoy their life here in Des Moines. As someone who's lived in Des Moines for 22 years myself, I can tell you that this, this city has grown and changed in ways that I could have never imagined. I can't imagine myself living here anywhere else in the world. Uh, I I do believe that same statement that once people actually visit, experience, and catch a little Des Moines, that's right. They're going to be pretty hooked. But I want to talk to you about uh, you know you're obviously the face of Catch Des Moines and a friendly face, uh, the first face people see when they move their events to Des Moines, uh, maybe the last face they'll ever see if they decide to go somewhere else. <laughs> that's uh, right. <laughs> that's exactly right. But it, along those lines is the. Uh, getting events to a certain city through a CVB, et cetera, et cetera, pretty cutthroat then is with all the other cities competing for the same events. It is. You know, I'll, I'll use the NAACP again as an example. Uh, we're putting the bid together. We'll actually pitch it next year. Um, it's for 2022, so you're always a couple years in advance. But our competition on that one is Atlantic City, New Jersey, and we and they haven't told us yet, and they may not tell us, but there's another city on the West coast somewhere bidding on it. So, you know, we go up, even though our, you know, our primary competitors are Omaha, Kansas city, Oklahoma city, um, St. Louis, Minneapolis, kind of Midwestern never heard of cities. Them. Yeah. Never heard of those places. Yeah. Um, but occasionally we go up against Las Vegas or Atlantic city in this case. So we really have to strategize and put together plans of what's going to really make Des Moines pop out. They're going to receive these bids and go, wow, Atlantic City's got this. They got the boardwalk. They got the ocean. They've got these casinos. What are we going to do here in Des Moines to really make us pop? So we strategize. We get with our local people. We talk about what are the things we can add to our bid to really make us shine. And that's what we constantly do. I love it. Now, um, as far as Catch Des Moines goes, uh, obviously, this is a downtown chamber podcast, the Chamber Files uh, we obviously have a lot of member businesses, some of them working with Catch Des Moines already. What are some of the ways that uh, Des Moines businesses, especially our downtown chamber members, can uh, help you guys or maybe even use you more efficiently or uh, things of that nature? What's something they need to know? You bet. Yeah, I think it's great. We have a great partnership with downtown chamber and and the uh, the partners of the chamber. I think really the real key thing is keep an eye on our events calendar Keep an eye on our newsletters because we're constantly telling you, hey, next month we're going to be hosting X convention. Um, that's your opportunity, whether you're a retail outlet or a, 
a restaurant or an attraction or whatever you may be, gee, maybe I ought to shoot that group a note and say, hey, we're open and we're going to run a coupon special for your group. We're going to put welcome signs in our windows when these groups are in town, different things like that to really show the visitors, hey, we know you're here. Come on in and shop with us. Absolutely. And when you go to that events calendar and you see a big convention here in town and you're expecting them to leave the convention after hours, that's going to be additional revenue for our local businesses on the hospitality side, especially. So just keep an eye on those, you know, to greet them, treat them well, because we want them to keep coming back. Exactly. I love it. it. What else we got in the horizon there, Greg? Well, we're working, uh, we're going to be releasing here in the next 30 days, a big uh, tourism master plan study that we've done with a uh, huge uh, international company called JLL, Jones, Lang and LaSalle. Um, they've been working on this for nine months. It's really um, our strategic plan to how are we going to continue to grow the visitor industry, the tourism industry in the next three to five years. They've come in, they've studied our infrastructure from, you know, how many soccer fields we have to convention center space to uh, fairgrounds, just everything that we have that attracts visitors. And we'll uh, be putting that out in a whole master plan on how we're going to continue to grow. So awesome. That's and that's something that's going to well. be uh, shared on your website for people to look at. That's exactly right. Yeah. I love it. Um, you know, uh, this is the time of year. It's almost Halloween, that's right? right? And I figured that uh, Des Moines is one of those places that uh, has the best Halloween jokes I've been told. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to put you on the spot here, Greg, but Calvin, maybe you can start us off. Uh, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? <laughs> why, Calvin? Because he didn't have the guts. Oh, God, that is so oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. I got uh, more. Greg, I, do you... I can beat that. Oh, please do. Why do skeletons have such low esteem? <laughs> why? They got no body to love. <laughs> That's ah. why people visit Des Moines. Uh, let me try one here. Uh how do you fix a cracked pumpkin with a pumpkin patch? Whoa. <laughs> Greg, I think you are the clear love winner it. today. Love it. You are doing amazing things, and we love your energy. We lo- you are a face of Catch Des Moines, bringing in amazing things to our community. Uh, we love having you here. We love what you do. Uh, everyone, please go out and support Catch Des Moines. Keep an eye on that events calendar. Be nice to people when they visit. Uh, we want them to keep coming back. And uh, this is the Chamber Files, the Des Moines Downtown Chamber podcast brought to you at the Des Moines Radio Group where we record this. Uh, If you are interested in uh, recording your own podcast, uh, reach out to Michael Hope uh, here at the Des Moines Radio Group. They'll get you set up. It's a wonderful thing. Calvin's our producer. He's amazing. Uh, His jokes are not. Uh, Wait (laughs) a minute. Greg, we really appreciate having you here, man. Thank you, Sid. We appreciate you, too. And uh, we got a new comedy club coming to town, too, that you may have something to do with. Yes. uh, I think, you know, those are the cool things that make Des Moines a cool place. So thank you for all that you do as well. I appreciate you. You got it, man. (laughs) Take care, guys. Thank you for listening.